it is a truth universally acknowledged that being forgiven for bad behavior is one of the best feelings. True, but does it ever happen in this book? Yeah, it happened in these chapters. Oh, it did? Okay. I, I forgot to read. <laughs> no, well, let me tell you about what I read then. <clears throat> Let's go. We could just do this like book report style I, where I basically just tell you about the book I read. And I'll pretend? Yeah. To pretend <laughs> to care. Ooh. Whoa. Damn, whoa, that whoa. was amazing. Whoa. Um, that was some good pretending. So, um, welcome listeners to the meeting jane podcast my name is becky i'm I'm caleb and we i kind of said i'm caleb yeah don't don't mind him can i say why real quick though why what it's because i just drank a pretty strong bloody mary (laughs) and there's a lot of spice on your boy's tongue right now (laughs) i think it's a little numb so if you're if you start coughing like pepper from your throat or if i we talk, talk, talk like this right because my tongue won't move then you understand yes okay that was a good disclaimer it's important that people know <laughs> um we um we read jane austen books together and talk about them on a podcast it's we fun mm-hmm. Word. yeah so um this for this week's installment boy do we have a treat for you <laughs> we read emma by jane austen chapters 43 through 45. Yeah, getting yeah. close, getting close. Yeah, we're getting close to the end. It's quay quay. Um, <laughs> so let's go and dive in. I thought you were going to say, let's get into it. No, okay. I would never say that. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so chapter 43, I'm trying to think if there's any other like little disclaimers or something I'm supposed to say before we start. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think so, okay. So chapter 43 these are pretty important chapters, is my opinion. Okay. Um, I don't Box, share the same opinion. <laughs> you don't? No. Okay. Box Hill is... I'm going to try to change your mind. Okay. Okay. That's Do my mission thing. now. Um, <laughs> they go to Box Hill, which was talked about a lot in the last chapters because they went to um, Donwell Abbey, which is where the strawberries were, and they had like this day out. Mm, oh, yeah. Good times. Strawberries. Um, and Mr. Knightley's estate. And then did you um, say a steak? Keep going. Don't uh, mind me. We do love a man's large estate, don't we? True that. And they um, they're gonna do a second day out at Box Hill. This is like a big deal because it's like a great place to go for like a picnic or whatever. So um, and Frank Churchill has been convinced to join them because he was in like a sour mood, whatever. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about their trip to Box Hill. What happens is like they have what's referred to as a fine day so it's like a good (laughs) like weather-wise it's a fine day which is good um but there's something like off about the whole group like nobody really seems to have the like excitement or yeah like nobody seems into it for whatever reason yeah there is um i can guess there was a languor, a want of spirits, a want of union, which could not be got over. What's what's your guess? That Miss Elton is there. Mrs. Elton. <laughs> She's just ruining everyone's fun. She's a pain in the ass. That's very true. Um, she's a divisive figure, one might say. Truth. So so yeah, so that's and that's what happens. Like instead of it being like a nice big group, um, everybody kind of separates into smaller groups, which happens, but it's like with like based on bad feelings it seems something's up yeah something's up so um so they're separated into groups emma and frank churchill are hanging out just you know shooting the shit the way they do mm-hmm. 
And he's like, oh, I'm really glad that you convinced me to come, you know, whatever. She was like, yeah, you were in a crappy mood yesterday. He was like, it was the heat. It was really hot. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's and really hot this time of year. Hot. Um, and then he comes up with this really great idea of trying to, like, engage the whole group by, like, making them tell us what they're thinking. Because they're just listening to them speak from a short, small distance. Right. They're not talking about anything. Yeah. Only Emma and Mr. Churchill are talking. Right. So he's like, so he gets his, like, teasing, you know, hat on. And he's like, come on, everyone. Tell us. Tell us what you're thinking. I and can imagine that his teasing hat is a turd, the poop emoji. Yeah. Because he's a shithead. Which kind of looks like the sorting hat. <laughs> that's not fun. All right. Okay. <laughs> right? Because it's got, like. I guess that's true. It does kind of. <laughs> no shade to the sorting hat, though. <laughs> um, so... People are not into the game. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that he is trying to post, and Emma's like trying to be like, "Ha it's fine." It's but she's fun. but she's also kind ah. of like, "Why is he being so annoying?" I don't know, man. So she knows why. yeah, um, so then he ends up saying, "It will not do." He says to Emma, "They are most of them affronted. I will attack them with more address." So he ends up saying, um. Well, and this whole time he's like, Emma, you know, Miss Woodhouse really wants to hear. Come on, guys. I know, like, Tell she's Emma. Like the queen and, and he's her court justice. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. Ridiculousness. And she seems to be like not super excited about the way he's doing this. Right. So he says, she only demands from each of you either one thing very clever, be it prose or verse, original or repeated, or two things moderately clever, or three things very dull indeed, and she engages to laugh heartily at them all. So, here's what happens, and this is the really cringeworthy thing. Miss Bates is like, oh, very well, I need not be uneasy, three things very dull indeed... Yeah, that, that I can do that, you know, whatever. She's like taking shots at herself, basically, right there. Right. But in, like, in a lighthearted way. Yes. So then, Emma, the words are, Emma could not resist. Ah, ma'am, but there may be a difficulty, pardon me, but you will be limited as to number, only three at once. <laughs> and this is, like... A problem. That's <laughs> messed up. I mean, look, she's not wrong. Correct. But that was terrible for her to tell her that. That's right. And in front of all those people. And it's so sad because Miss Bates like doesn't original doesn't like right away get yeah. that Emma is being mean. Yeah. Because she doesn't assume that about right. Emma and then it starts to kind of like show she and she gets and it she blushes yeah, and it's, it's really messed really messed up because it's like a it's like kicking a puppy <laughs> an old puppy a talkative so it's old but still a puppy oh, right oh that's the saddest thing I ever heard it's like a Benjamin Button puppy <laughs> oh. okay so <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now um so it ends up being this really like awkward mo- moment, but like it does get kind of brushed over. Like other people start talking and it and it whatever. Yeah. Okay, like, so we need to make this uncomfortable feeling go bye bye real quick. Right, right. And um, what ends up happening is uh, people start splitting off and going in different directions. Jane Fairfax and like people are just like walking around doing their own thing, and. Um, Frank talks about how, like, Mrs. and Mr. Elton were really lucky 
to get like a good match even though they'd only ever met like in public places or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. and um he thinks that that's like really unusual and so then they end up having this conversation where he you know he's like emma like will you help me find a wife you know whatever and of course emma's like yeah i will this is what i love to do this is my, this is my bread and butter are you kidding me She's plus like, all I, she has is free time yes and i know exactly who your wife is gonna <sighs> be right because she's got harriet in the chamber oh, it's not mrs bates no <laughs> no you sure yes she's fine though i heard mrs bates is miss bates mom that's what i'm so saying she's like <laughs> i heard she looked good she's a hottie <laughs> a hottie with a body i heard she was a hottie she sonny. definitely has a body <laughs> um <laughs> so so yeah so that that ends up being that and then emma doesn't really seem to have like regrets about what she she said at this point mm-hmm. but then what ends up happening is um mr knightley while they're waiting for the carriage it ends up just being like a dud of a day like nobody ends up really having like a very good time mm-hmm. and she is like re- she's gotten bored of frank churchill's silliness and is looking forward to going home when the yes. carriages show up it's like great so is everyone at this point they're just yeah. quiet right yeah, yeah, it's really just like, Damn. I wonder when the carriages are going to cut here. So, um, Mr. Knightley ends up next to Emma while they're waiting for the carriages, and this is where he gives, gives it, it to her. her. Yeah, he lays it on her real quick. Yeah, he says, how could you be so unfeeling to Miss Bates? Um, Emma, I had not thought it possible, and she, she, you know, feels like, sorry, but she's like, N- what do you mean? Like, no, like, she didn't even know what I, you know. Plus, she's, if she didn't realize, she must know that I didn't mean it in a terrible way. Right, exactly. And he was like, I assure you, she did understand. And she's been talking about it all day. And she's, like, feeling like crap about herself. And it's all your fault, Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, like, I, you know, I totally, like, know that she's awesome. You know, I didn't mean to whatever. And so then he goes into this whole thing, which is so, like, knife to the the heart on emma she is poor she has sunk from the comfort she was born to and if she if she lived to old age must probably sink more um were she prosperous i could allow much for the occasional prevalence of the ridiculous over the good like basically like if she was rich it wouldn't be so bad what you did right but because she is like poor you're kicking an old puppy. Yes, exactly. Like how like how could you do that? He says it was badly done indeed. Um and he just goes on and on and on. So they end up she doesn't like she is like shocked. Emma like nobody talks to her like this. She can't believe like how awful she feels. Um she had never felt so agitated, mortified, grieved at any circumstance in her life. Um how could she have been so brutal, so cruel to Miss Bates? And this is all stuff she's thinking. She doesn't talk say anything else to him. The carriages come, they separate and then she's like even more shaken because she didn't get to say I think because of like the 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 rules of propriety like it's not cool to just like ditch and like separate without proper like goodbyes yes but she couldn't yeah but she couldn't so and then she basically ends up crying in the carriage on the way home with harriet right with harriet yeah so harriet doesn't say anything no it doesn't say like it kind of makes it seem like um there was only harriet who seemed not in spirits herself um 
and very willing to be silent. So it doesn't really, like, they're all tired. Maybe Harriet doesn't even notice, you know? Because it's not like Emma's like, ah! you know, she's probably just got, like, a couple tears. <laughs> tears rolling yeah. down the right. sad. So this is what I would consider to be a, a turning point okay. for our heroine, heroine, Emma. She, we've been seeing her, like, change, you know? But now, like, we're seeing this um, moment with Mr. Knightley where she's being, like, called out on her bullshit. And she chooses to do something about it mm-hmm. in the next chapter. Okay. So getting to chapter 44, she's she feels wretched about Box Hill. And she decides to do something about it. So she's going to go over to, to Miss Bates. Bates. Yeah. kind of share with her her apologetic Right. Feelings. And it, it's, it's funny because I don't think they ever even really say that she's technically going to apologize. And I don't think she even does, really. Right? She doesn't even say, I like, I, think about it I like don't that. think she does. I, I don't. I mean, wow, so I apologize to Miss Bates on her behalf. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's almost like mind, I almost I wonder say. if it's like maybe bringing it up is is almost more embarrassing. So <clears throat> by going there and giving them the attention that they deserve and doing this is a way of apologizing without actually saying the words because right. that would just dredge it up. Okay. You know what I mean? I, see. I don't. I, I don't know, but that's definitely what it's intended as okay um but anyway i know there's all the weird class stuff too that comes into play right yeah that's very true so maybe yeah so anyway so she goes over there to the baits and when she gets there um the miss baits and jane fairfax are like running away did you catch that no (laughs) the aunt okay so emma emma gets shown in and she can hear the women talking um, the aunt and niece seemed both escaping into the adjoining room. So, like, she gets in there and she sees them, like, dashing Just into dead. another room. Yeah. So, and she's kind of like, I oh, jeez, I really pissed these people off. Um, Mrs. Bates is there and she's like, oh, they'll be back any second now, you know, and maybe doesn't understand what's happening. So, we find out that Jane is not well. Miss Bates does come back out. And it turns out that Jane is not well. She didn't want to be like, you know. And she's not coming back out. And she does not come back out. Spoiler alert for this chapter. She does not come back out. And the next chapter. <laughs> she just stays in her room. That's not true. No. That's not true. Um, so, turns out that Jane has taken a situation with as a governess. So, all the work that Mrs. Elton has done has paid off, I guess you could say. If you want to she want it? it. No, she doesn't want it. See? But she takes Mrs. it. Elton sucks. Yeah. So it turns out that in like two weeks, within two weeks, Jane Fairfax is going to be taking this job with Mrs. Smallridge, who has three daughters that she's going to be the governess for. Now, is this the family that Jane Fairfax wanted? Or mm-hmm. was it going to be just some family eventually yeah. that she was going to find on her own right. when her timing was re- was right or yeah. she was ready herself? She's going to be really near Great Maple Grove, which is... Um, you know, the Mrs. Elton's. So she's going to just so it's, throw herself it's like on a, her, a into friend. her life over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Oh it's God. it's a friend of the sucklings yeah, and the yeah. whatever, the other people babies. there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, everybody's, and, and Emma is really concerned, like genuinely concerned about the situation because the Bates don't want her to leave. We know Jane doesn't want to leave. Like, how's everybody doing with this? You know? <coughs> um, 
I really like there's a line. Why doesn't she just slap Miss Elton in the face and tell her to stop trying to ruin her life? I don't know. It's a good question. Man. Maybe maybe we'll find out. Okay. Um uh Emma's heart had been growing kinder towards Jane because remember she used to be her nemesis. Yes. But now she's whatever. She feels for her. I really appreciate this line where um Miss Bates was kind of like, you know, you um would probably be surprised that, you know, somebody would get paid as much as she's going to be paid um for the work that she's going to be doing and Emma's like Actually, if other children, God bless you, are at all like what I remember to have been myself, I should think five times the amount of what I have ever yet heard named as a salary on such occasions dearly earned. Which I very much appreciate as somebody in education myself. (sighs) Emma sounds like she values teachers. (laughs) You know, like she's like that. That is a hard job. And yeah, she needs to be paid accordingly. Um. So, so that's this whole thing. Um, we also find out that the night before Frank Churchill had gone back to Richmond, he got kind of summoned back to his aunt. Um, so that's another piece of news that the Bates, um, give and, and yeah, she, you know, just feels Emma's kind of like reflecting through this whole situation. She's being very concerned about Jane and regrets how, badly she's she treated, treated her, her yeah. really yeah um and that's chapter 44 nice thoughts questions no okay <laughs> so then chapter 45 mr knightley and harriet emma gets back home she's very pensive as she's walking back and um does not get interrupted at all on her way back which is surprising for this book you know you're always like <laughs> right. running into people yes that was, so, that's a little crazy yeah so she gets back home and Mr. Knightley and Harriet are there. Um, so they're talking with Emma's dad. And Mr. Knightley immediately got up in a manner decidedly graver than usual, said, I would not go away without seeing you, but I have no time to spare. Blah, blah, blah. Going, I'm going to London to visit John and Isabella. Whatever. So this is the first time that Mr. Knightley has seen Emma since the debacle <clears throat> the night before. And he is... A little cold towards Emma, right? He seems upset. He's, he's not really paying attention to her. He's like, "Hey, yeah, I'm out of here." Right? Is yeah, yeah. Okay. He's really like, um, "I needed to say goodbye, but I got a bail. So, do you need me to bring anything to John and Isabella?" Basically, and she's like, "No." Um, she's like, "No," but this seems a little abrupt. He's like, "Yeah, I, you know," and it, it seems like he's agitated. Like sure. he's maybe he's decided to do this because of what happened yesterday. And he just wants to get the heck out because he's mad or whatever. So Emma was sure he had not forgiven her, which she doesn't like. She doesn't like that feeling. Um, Especially from him. Yes, right. Exactly. Especially from him. So then her dad to the rescue because he's like, oh, my sweet Emma has been visiting the Bates. She always gives them such attention, you know, and Emma's like, oh dad like you are so wrong yeah you're just you're making it worse (laughs) but it actually does not make things worse because she like she knows that she doesn't deserve the praise that her dad is giving her but it does impress mr knightley yeah and it kind of makes him feel like or it seems to have made him feel like 
Um, he looked, he, well, it says, he looked at her with a glow of regard. Like, he all of a sudden is like, good job, Emma. Like, that's... <laughs> That's, that's the MI know. Yeah, that's what we needed to see, you know, and this that's awesome. Um, and then there's like this moment, this moment with like her hand where he like goes to take it because he's going to leave and he starts to bring it up to his mouth, but then he stops himself. Because she had a booger on her hand. Because she had a booger on her hand and he was like, ew. <laughs> I don't kiss boogers. Bye. No. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> He does suddenly let it go. And she says, or she thinks, why he should feel such a scruple, why he should change his mind when it was all but done, she could not perceive. Um, so it's just like, that was weird that he did that. I wonder why he like started to kiss my hand. Else, but she can't perceive that. Right, yeah. Well, she thinks she can perceive everything else. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> so, um, and that's, you know, and then he leaves very quickly. Uh, more sudden than usual in his disappearance. <laughs> so, um, so you know, we've got that, like, little bit of closure but with the two of them, at least. Um, and then she does say that she was, like, bummed out that she didn't get there sooner because she would have liked to spend more time with Mr. Knightley yes. before he left. But um, she... she tries to calm her dad down because he's like, oh, Mr. Knightley's leaving and he's going on horseback and what's happening? It might be damp. <laughs> right, exactly. Good oh, God. the weather. Um, but so she's like, oh, dad, like, look at the shiny spark on the wall. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, she's basically like, dad, guess what? Like, Jane Fairfax is leaving and blah, 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 whatever. So she distracts him and gets him. So they, you know, kind of share what, she has just learned um and that works out pretty well and then the next day we get the news tell me that mrs churchill has died gasp exactly it is a gasp moment (laughs) very gaspy i mean what is frank churchill gonna do without being able to just run away every time he needs a haircut or his aunt calls him back (laughs) He doesn't so, have an excuse anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, big deal. Mrs. Churchill has died. She was actually sick. It, yeah, exactly. And that becomes like this whole thing where it's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, God, I kind of feel bad. Okay. I did not see this coming. When you first read this book, did you see that coming? Uh, no. Listeners, you thought she was playing, right? <laughs> yeah. She was just like this busybody who just wanted to like ruin her nephew's life. Yes. Yeah. She just wants the attention and wants people... No, that girl was sick. I know, it's awful. We all feel really bad now. But now it's like, now that she's dead, everyone's like, oh, I guess she wasn't such a witch after all. (laughs) No, I feel kind of bad. That's messed up, but hey. (laughs) But that's exactly what ends up being. Now she's in pieces. I mean, peace. Woo, woo, woo. Um, So Emma's like, okay, so that's sad. We all feel really bad. Um, But that does free up Frank Churchill. To do what? To get married. To who? Harriet. <laughs> that's And that's what Emma thinks. She's like, um, now Frank Churchill can get married to whoever he wants. And clearly he wants to get married to, to Harriet. Yeah, and that course. would be perfect. Because Nobody's he wants gonna... to marry somebody with hazel eyes. And, you know, she's got hazel right. eyes. Right. I, I think she doesn't have hazel so eyes. So then I don't know what the hell that was all about. No, it, I literally think that it says, like, she she matches all of the criteria except, except the ha- that. Okay. Yeah. So does Emma have hazel eyes? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if we ever get, I don't know. 
So anyway, um, so that's perfect. She can, you know, help get that all settled. And, <laughs> and, um, so she does not have to worry anymore about Frank Churchill or Harriet because that's pretty much gonna be worked out. Sure. So Emma switches her concern back over to Jane Fairfax. She's legitimately concerned about this poor girl and her health and her situation. She doesn't want to leave. She knows and she feels bad. Okay. Emma. And this whole time before that, she was very mean to her. Yes. So now she wants to throw herself upon her in the kindest way possible. Right. So Emma starts trying to, like, invite this girl over to, like, go for carriage rides or go for a walk or just come hang out. And Jane Fairfax keeps turning her down without even turning her down. Like, she won't even, like, write a response. Just everybody else is like, oh, she wasn't well enough to respond. A thousand thank yous, but no. Yeah, it's just, like, one thing after another. And Emma's just like, seriously? Like, I feel like this would do her good. I don't understand why she keeps saying no. Yeah, she even, like, gets the doctor to say, you know, like, yeah, she could use the walk. And, yeah, like, she's not well, but she needs blah, 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 blah. And so Emma's like, no, seriously, like, I, I can help you. And miss Bates like intercepts and like she sends all these things whatever and like nobody can get jane to actually like show herself to emma but this makes so much sense to me yeah she's had miss elton up her butt yeah since miss elton moved there yeah so i mean i could have i mean okay i know she means well yeah but she for the most part is doing the exact same thing that miss elton is i won't take no for an answer i need to come by it's what's best for you I need to, you know, I'm going to send over this thing for you because yeah. it's best for your health. I'm going to do something. And she's already got all these other people in her life. Miss Elton for sure. And I can only imagine her mom and her, or excuse me, her aunt and her mm-hmm. grandmother yeah. or whatever are um, in a kinder sense than, you know, Mrs. Elton. Right. Just like, oh, maybe this is the right thing. And Miss Elton really means well, so we should let her come in. And, right. I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but I could just, it just felt too similar to what Miss Elton was doing, but with a different meaning behind it. Yes. Like, she's not trying yeah. to be trifling. Right. And run her life. She just wants to make up for what she's done. Yes. Yeah. And offer her real things that could be helpful yes. in this moment. And Jane is not interested. And you're right. I, I mean, it. it makes sense. Like, she's burnt out on that girl people trying to help her. Yeah. yeah. Crispy, crunchy, tender, flaky crust. Exactly. But then it turns out that Emma... <laughs> So there's all these, like, legitimate excuses why she hasn't come out. And then Emma hears. She doesn't see. Yeah, she hears that Jane Fairfax had been seen wandering about the meadows at some distance from Highbury on the very day that she said that she couldn't exercise. So Emma's like, what the heck? She actually is legitimately just not wanting to see me. Like, this is personal. She's rejecting me. Other people have gone to visit her, too. And she has a problem with me. And her reaction to that is basically, like, instead of being like, okay, that's fair, which it is, she's like, in this moment, I am actually just trying to help. And I know that. So I am going to be, like, comforted in knowing that. And if a certain Mr. Knightley knew what I was doing, he would... He would know it to be true. That's right. And he would be proud, basically. Um, And so she doesn't have any like regrets about the way she's behaving That's now anyway but, so she, seems, she must back off because it does it speaks no more yeah this chapter. yeah i don't i don't think she keeps on i think she kind of gets the message Which is good. yeah so that's um that's where we leave off and what do you think is uh jane fairfax really gonna leave 
Man, I honestly I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope she doesn't. Or, or here's the thing. Sometimes yeah. people get involved in our lives mm-hmm. and they we hate it and we do not want them to. And sometimes the opportunities that they bring um, around us, for, mm-hmm. even though it pains me to say it, uh, sometimes can be a good opportunity. Absolutely. Or you can make it into a good yeah. opportunity. Um, so it's very possible that this next thing could be great for her. Right. But that doesn't mean... That um, Jane couldn't have done it on her own when she was ready. Yeah, exactly. And um, it also could be a great learning or teachable moment for Miss Elton to be put in her place. Right. Because she's just going to continue to do this until people tell her not to. Yes. She's oh, yeah. She's going to go, 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 I go, think go. even when people tell her not to, she still will keep going. Right. Because <laughs> that's already been happening. The you fall flat on your face yeah. and it hurts and leaves a bruise yeah. or, you know, and you can see the scar, you're like, oof, I don't right. need to do that anymore. Or at least not as much. Right. Maybe so, by the time she's as old as Mrs. Bates, she'll she'll back off. Maybe they would move. That's the thing. If she <laughs> yeah. was if she was pained enough to, like, be turned down by people and to be feel embarrassed by it, well, she wouldn't. She would just move. Yeah. Which would probably be best for everyone. Yes. That is for sure. You're talking about Mrs. Elton, Mrs. right? Elton, yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you think about the whole Emma and Mr. Knightley like situation that's hap- that happened in these chapters? Like I'm surprised that she's not picking up on some of it, but I'm also pleased that she's just kinda like surprised and not making up these things. Like, oh, he must love me and going to this okay. place that maybe she just doesn't need to go to right now, whether it's true or not. Yeah. Um, Mr. Knightley is uh, been exhibiting some behavioral some behaviors in the past few chapters, mm-hmm. um, little blips on the radar that kind of show us that he is noticing Emma maybe in a different way. Yeah. Um, and admires her differently. Yeah. Um, the fact, obviously, that he brought his hand up to her face, her hand up to his face mm-hmm. to kiss it and stuff. Yeah. I think it's because he's, like, had that re- revelation right before it happened. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. This isn't just me kissing my little sister's hand. Even right. though they're not related. Yes, yeah. But, um, you know, he's yeah. looked upon as an older brother because he's such a good friend of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and brother-in-law. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, I, th- I think Mr. Knightley knows what's up, and he's trying to just leave things be. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I mean, come on. Yeah. Are you cool with the way he, like, told her like it is i would say yes because she seemed to need it and she seemed to get up and bounce back yeah it didn't like destroy her it didn't seem abusive right um right he's the only one that she can kind of take it from and actually respect for the yeah. most part what he's saying yeah i think she would still weigh it yeah she's done that earlier on in the book uh-huh. and not just let him take advantage of her right but he's not the kind of guy to take advantage of her yeah yeah, so, um, that's a good point. But he is also an older male. And yeah, older men always feel like they know what's best for younger women. Right, that's true. But so, you're right. I think he's earned the the right to you know say things, and she can do what she wants with it. But yeah. um, you know, nobody likes it when you talk like that to him. But um, she admires him most too. Yeah, she obviously she loves and admires her father. Right, but she admires him in a different way. Yeah, like with her father, she loves and she dotes on him mm-hmm. and wants him to be feel good and have his mind at ease and not be yeah. worried about dampness and shit like that. Right. Um. But with with Knightley, she's. I mean, just at the end of this chapter, it's like she he lives in her head, not in a bad way, yeah. but in a positive way. That's right. Like, oh man, at least I I, I can take solace in knowing that if Knightley saw this, mm-hmm. excuse me, Mister Knightley, right, I'm not. 
You're not Mrs. Elton. I'm not a B with an H <laughs> like Miss Elton. But, um, yeah, you know, that she would take solace in him seeing it happen. Being proud of Knowing of that, that she was being yeah. true. Like, um, he's like the angel on her shoulder, maybe, or something. The angel on her shoulder her that conscience. looks like uh, one of those romance novels on oh, the front yeah. cover with only, like, the two buttons on the uh, bottom. Mr. Knightley would never be unbuttoned like that. In her mind. Well, at this point, he isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> she just looks up to him and, and yeah. admires him. Yeah. Good. Okay. So you don't have to pander to me. I'm just wondering if. Tell me. Do, do you feel like these chapters are, like, okay? When like, I read them on my own, I hated them. Yeah, um, yeah. When you sit down with me and you you read the last chapter yeah. audibly to me, yeah. um, it feels better because you're reading it in a different way than I am. Right. I think I'm reading it in an annoyed fashion. Yeah. And when you read it, you, you're not annoyed. Yeah. So, and then yeah. obviously when you sit in front of me and you talk about it in this way and you open my mind up to, okay. to kind of what's going on. and Yeah. And, and so that's helpful. Yeah. I think that last chapter gets so funny almost. Like the way that Jane Fairfax keeps blowing her off that, and blowing yes, her off. Like yes. there are like these, I don't know. I think that like this, the thing with Box Hill and Mr. Knightley and the thing with Emma and then there's like she's getting all of this like negative attention in this section and you know like watching her like react and what to do with it and and stuff it's i don't know i think it's kind of interesting so cool cool well thanks for doing this with me of course this was fun i had a good time too cool um maybe i'll see you next week i would like that that'd be cool that'd be cool i'm gonna say we're probably gonna read the next three chapters but we'll double check before okay. we we promised that um but yeah i mean we probably only have like three or four more eps before we're done with the book i mean we're doing it peter we're flying we are flying through it Word. so listen to us follow us rate review subscribe like talk to us we love it it's so fun good to hear from you guys and we hope everyone is enjoying the book or movie or whatever um, or just us talking about it, like a bunch of do- dum-dums that yeah. we are. I hope it's at least tolerable to you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, just like uh, Elizabeth Bennett was barely tolerable. Okay. Um, no, but you see, I know right? exactly what you you're talking do, about. You do, and that's because yep. of this podcast, and that makes me <laughs> that book so was good. happy. <laughs> Let's just read that again right, uh, before on. we finish, Emma. We'll just take a little no, pause. No, 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 no. Okay. Because then I won't want to come yeah, back. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you guys. And Thank you. we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye.